Welcome everyone to podcast episode number 82 of Calling in the Power Ring. I'm your co-host Matt Turner. With me as always my good buddy, my tag partner, the one and the only, the Sith Lord himself, Andy Hatter. <laughs> Come to the dark side. He's coming How's to the dark side. Hey, Merry Wrestle Kingdom Eve, sir. Yeah, tonight is the, the, the I guess, yeah, the Eve, the, the last day before Wrestle Kingdom. Well, it will start late night tonight at, what, 2 o'clock? So we'll, we'll, we'll jump right into that because we don't have too much to talk about this week. But Wrestle Kingdom is tonight, well, January 4th, so it is the 3rd right now as we speak. So it's, it's going to start at 2 Eastern U.S. time. Now, uh, before we, I mean, obviously we'll get into it real quick. If you guys want our full review, we just did a podcast a few days ago, which is up, you know, anywhere where you can download podcasts. When I shared it on all of my social media platforms. So if you guys want, we did a, a podcast a little over an hour. All we talked about was Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. So, yes, at this morning I was on the Wrestle Kingdom New Japan Global Twitter feed. And it is starting 2 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Time. Uh, on the 4th and the 5th, it starts at midnight. So, which actually works well for me because I should be able to, I might even be able to pump out a workout on Saturday morning and then Sunday I will watch Wrestle Kingdom take a nap and then go off to work. Now, I was, we were, I know me and you were talking back and forth of, uh, earlier today if that was going to include the pre-show. And then I went on the Fight app because Fight is doing that bundle for $50 where you get Wrestle Kingdom Night 1, Night 2, and New Year's Dash all for 50 bucks, And they have it on their advertisers 3 o'clock. And one o'clock, mm. and then I saw Chris Charlton just put a tweet out about two hours ago saying those times with the pictures I sent you, they do include the pre-show. So oh, the pre-show okay. with the Stardom uh, match that that's going to start live at two a.m. and the pre-show for tomorrow that will or Sunday, whatever you want to you know however you want to call it uh, for the January fifth show, the six man never open weight gauntlet that starts at twelve o'clock. So the, yeah, so, oh, okay. so the so pre-shows the pre-shows will start at twelve and two. Okay, well that makes sense then. Um, what was I gonna say there? Uh, geez, sorry, I just I just had a thought and I lost with the time there. Um, I forget what it was. Any, anyway, I'm, I'm watching this one. The first one live at two o'clock, and then the the second one I, I have work Sunday early. I mean, if I get up, then I have to be up for all that and then all work, which probably is not a good idea. So I'll probably watch that after work. But the, I see why they're doing it earlier on Sunday, so that way all the people in Japan can get back home at a decent hour to go to work on Monday. I was like, that's not I don't, cool. Yeah. Or go to New Year's Dash. From what I understand, they yeah. had to move New Year's Dash to a bigger building. They said night one for how they see how the Tokyo Dome is sold out, and they may do baseball stadium standing only. Night mm. two is not sold out, which is weird because I thought night two would sell out more than night one because of, because of Jericho. And I know when he wrestled on Wrestle Kingdom, we know made his New Japan return two years ago at Wrestle Kingdom 12. It was the highest... Uh, Wrestle Kingdom draw ever. Now, obviously, New Japan, All Japan, and Noah have drew bigger uh, before they started uh, scaling the stadium down, the Tokyo Dome down, or uh, before they renovated. But you know, when they were drawing, you know, fifty-five, sixty thousand. But I'm just, I'm just shocked that Night One has sold me more pre-sold tickets than Night Two. And the hot rumor is what they may do, and uh, they may, they may hot shot an angle. On night one to get the people from night one to come back, and that oh. ankle may be something with an AEW running. There you go. What what if it's like I said, the, the Moxley Suzuki match for night two? Yeah, <laughs> no Osprey match either, which has me to believe either Osprey is going to come out and challenge the winner of the double title match, mm-hmm. or yeah. you know they may do something with a maybe a Pac and 
Osprey match on night two, but then again, where are you going to put it? Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, both I mean, those cards are pretty pretty well stacked. Yeah, so. kind of loaded. And, and then I've seen that uh, Meltzer was saying there definitely is something in the works between a partnership between AEW and New Japan, which we all thought. And, you know, New Japan was not going to share Jericho's promo with the AEW title saying Tanahashi beats him against the title shot for no reason, you know? Yeah, so, so we shall see. I mean, that's obviously one of the most talked about things they said going into Japan was uh, what's the finish of that match? What's it going to be? I mean, I, again, I think we both said in the the our preview show that we all thought Tanahashi was going to win. So this way that sets up uh, that match there. But we had everything there going on the pre-match. But before we kind of just move on from Wrestle Kingdom, I do have some predictions that were given to me earlier oh, today. Okay. So I'll go for it. So obviously we were destroyed in our G1 Climax picks <laughs> as well as we did. My wife who watches... She, she does watch a handful of New Japan. She watches more now than than before. But I, mean, I think she beat me by 14 points and you by like 11 or 12. So I told her, I, I basically just gave her the main matches for Wrestle Kingdom because I want to see how they're going to stack up against me and you. So she has uh, the Girls of Destiny retaining, uh, Lance Archer retaining, uh, Hiromo winning. Uh, beating Osprey, okay. Jay White winning as as I believe I talked about in the pre-show. Okada winning, and then uh, the next night she has Sonata uh, winning the British title, Juice winning the U.S. title, Kenzie retaining, Tanahashi beating Jericho, and Okada winning. And she said the main reason is uh, Okada will be changing his name for the from the Rainmaker to the Money Maker for Amber. So oh, okay. I don't think I think she's gonna go 0 for four on all those predictions. Yeah, I don't I think. I don't think though that that's I'm well over three. I think Okada's going to win. Uh, he's going to beat Abushi, but I don't think Jay White's going to win. I don't think Okada's coming out of the double title. I don't think Okada's going to be changing his uh, name from the Rainmaker to the Money Maker for Amber. I I have a strong feeling that will not happen. Yeah, I, I don't think he's ever changed his name. <laughs> so. and I, 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 but those are the predictions. And I told her I said, you know what? I said I think some of those matches and we talked about it a few days ago when we did our podcast. Again, you know, go back, uh, guys, listen to Podcast 81 we just dropped. Some of those matches, it's a coin flip. It really is a coin flip. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Jay White could win both titles. I mean, I hope not. Like I said in that podcast, that's probably the worst the worst possible outcome. But hey, who knows? You never know. It's like, we all thought Naito was going to win the belt two years ago, and then he didn't. So, I don't know. But this year, I, th- I think he's going to get it. I think he's going to take both titles. Yeah, it's really now or never for him. And I think this yeah. is, it's basically been kind of his idea. So, I think, I think it's a shoe, and I think, we're going to be dead on the money with what we have. I think me and you are going to go 3-0 and on those predictions uh, with uh, Okada beating Ibushi, Naito beating White, yeah. and then and then Naito beating Okada because that's basically, that's the money match right there. And then, like I said, they can do two or three rematches in 2020. So exciting stuff for, again, you know, once we get done with this podcast, I'm probably going to, I'm going to go home. I'm going to eat. I may have a beer or two. I may... Uh, have Lily show me the new Pokemon game because I haven't <laughs> seen it yet. And then I'm going to take about a four hour nap and then I'm going to get up there around 140. <laughs> and I'm going to get some push ups in, some squats in, get that adrenaline going, get some coffee going, and I'm going to be ready for Wrestle Kingdom. My cat jumped up on me there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I don't know when I'm going to take, take a little nap beforehand and uh, get ready and then wake up and make coffee and then stay up for it because it will be what, two o'clock? For today, two o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Two, now, two o'clock. I wonder how long it's going to be because the last few, because they jammed so much. You're, I think it was like a, I think two years ago it was almost a six-hour show, and then five, five and a half hour. And I remember somebody's complaining, "Well, WrestleMania was six hours. It's boring." Like, go back and watch the last two hours of the last few Wrestle Kingdoms. I see both these shows going about four, maybe four fifteen. I don't see either of these shows going over four and a half. What do you think, partner? You think anything, anything, any of these, these 
Yeah, these two shows are going to be over four and a half. Are you going to go with the under? I, I, because there's two, yeah, I say, I say four tops for both of them. I mean, Still maybe, maybe Saturday, then... so the, tonight or tomorrow. The first show might go a little longer than the second one because that second one is on a Sunday and they want to get it wrapped up before uh, it's too late on Sunday. So, yeah, I would say four, four and a half at the absolute most. Now, I'm going to throw a question at you. Do you think WWE or WrestleMania, they adopt this in the next five years where they do two nights at WrestleMania or they do a Saturday, Sunday? I would think so, depending on how this, this goes. If it's profitable for New Japan, then I, I would I could see a, a two-day WrestleMania. But, I mean, yeah. man, I, I had enough of the one-day WrestleMania, so, you know. Yeah. Don't well, do I mean, two, the, then you can throw, shows. like, the NXT stuff on there and then say you get, like, five or six women's matches with, like, some really good stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, who would argue, like, what if they gave you the Kabuki Warriors versus Charlotte and Bailey, and they get win at like twenty eight minutes instead of like ah we're gonna give it eight minutes because we have to fill it in, you know what I mean? And, and, and nothing makes sense, like you know. So what if they were to give you nine ten matches where seven or eight of them get a good amount of time? So yeah. it's like like I mean they they can do it. They got the talent to do it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if it was all quality, if it was two quality shows, I'm all for it. But if it's an, again, if it's seven hours total of like, hey, there's a couple good things, but mostly crap. Nah, I don't want that. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll see. It's a, it's an exciting thing. So basically what we're doing with this podcast, folks, is it's kind of just a catch-up just for – I mean, really, it's not with um, the two holidays back-to-back, and they're both on Wednesdays, which is kind of funny because Wednesday is not only New Comic Book Day, but it's also the Wednesday Night Wars. So there hasn't been uh, really too much on the wrestling front. Impact, the last two weeks, there's been nothing new on. And even the comic front, I think there was – I think I got some like 15 books in the last two weeks. That's not 15 books each each uh, Wednesday, which sometimes I usually do. That's 15 books in the last two weeks total. So yeah. because New Year's was on a Wednesday, I didn't get a chance to read everything from this past week. So I only read a little bit. So we're kind of kind of basically wherever you want to go, partner, wherever you want to go with this. This is, you know, I, you're the captain of the ship. You Whatever you want to talk about, you got some news, you got some rumors, whatever you want to throw out that we'll, we'll discuss. We'll talk about what we read and then uh, we'll off to our naps for yeah. get up at 2 o'clock. So. Yeah, I did. I didn't get to read anything yet because I haven't been to my shop because it was, you know, it's two weeks of light books. I mean, I might have had maybe seven for the total, two weeks. I know Thor came out and uh, Spider-Ham and, like, I think I got two other books. So I might even be, like, five books for two weeks, which is very light for me. So I, I didn't even go down. Let's go down next week. So I, I really didn't read anything. So I don't know if you want to start out with what you read. Although it's our deleted episode that I didn't record right. I'll just say Harleen was fantastic. So we'll, let's get that in there. Issue three of Harleen. Is really good, so read Harleen. Yeah, and I made the point. Uh, you talked about it for a good while. And my big point was was I mean I echoed everything that you said, but it was one of the best Two Face because Two Face was in there for about a quarter of the book, and yeah. it was some of the best Harvey Dent Two Face stuff I've read in a long, long time. So Doomsday Clock was great. That was excellent, and I completely didn't even realize it until I saw it at my shop yesterday. Or, yeah, yesterday is they actually came out with a blank cover, and the blank is all yellow. Oh, okay. I like how they're doing the new black covers. Yeah. Just, so what you know, I'm thinking about maybe picking up one of those blank covers and maybe giving it to somebody at uh, New York Comic Con and say, "Hey, can you draw me and this guy doing a spike frame?" <laughs> there we go. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, black, probably white, one like our buddy Alex and be like, "I think that'd be cool because that, that's the name of the finish." So I saw that and I thought of that. I literally I pulled out of the shop. I got about an, about a about a mile down the road. And I'm like, "Shit!" And he's literally <laughs> staring at me. It was ten dollars on sale for eight, and I think they usually give it to me for cover. Yeah, I'm like I should have just picked it up, so this way I have it. But I will. I have I'm a sure. whole ten months to yeah. get it. Yeah, I was so. gonna say I'm sure you can find one, and maybe yes. even cheaper the longer you wait. 
But uh, let me read from what I read from this past week. Uh, Daredevil, A minus. They're uh, basically it's kind of the the dark Daredevil because Electra's still basically controlling Matt Murdock, and he's still haunting Ping- Kingpin. Uh, and it's pretty much on Electra's order. So I think in the next few issues, Chip Zdarsky's building for the mega powers to explode, Ooh. brother, and for Matt Murdock to come to his senses. And I think that you're going to see a big Matt Murdock versus Electra run, which I have no problem with. Uh, let's see. I did not get a chance to read Pandemica. I did not get a chance to read Issue Detective three. X-Men either. I did read Flash. This was a B plus. That just kind came of out this a week. Lo- what was that? Right. Flash came out this week, right? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I did read Flash. It's kind of as a B plus. It's a okay. little lull of an issue. It's like the new babyface rogues uh, are helping take help the Flash take out the the villains of old. Like the it's basically what they've been kind of setting up for the last two or three issues, where like you have King Cold, like the older Captain Cold, okay. and then finally you have uh you know Glider. Uh, she she basically made the baby face turn and then she went back in time. Actually, helped Flash to go back in time to bring the younger Captain Cold in. And they basically are just kind of helping, uh, you know, the younger guys beat the older, beat the older vets. Hmm. Yeah, Very tight. Go ahead. I was going to say that that big Flash is coming out because, you know, it's like Wonder Woman 650 or something. And then like the next two weeks, Flash comes out, whatever number Flash is at there. You know, they, they count all the Flash issues from one to whatever they're at right now. That's whatever the issue will be. Kind of like with Action 1000. So I, I don't know what's when the Flash is. Out. I think it's, Wonder Woman seven fifty because I thought it's not solicited yeah. in the DC issues. Yeah, well, I've, and so. I forget what Flash is, but that comes out like. And then my shop was like, "Do you want all the Flashes?" I'm like, "No, I just want one. I just want the main cover. Not at ten bucks. I don't want multiple." Yeah, just give me one. Yeah. I did get a chance to read. Shocking, very shocking that in the last two or three weeks there was a lot of new Star Wars comics. Yeah, how about Boy, that? wow, why. how about that? Um, I did read Empire Ascent, which I think I told, I think I might have talked about in this podcast. It's basically was, it's four four mini issues in one comp book. I think it was like five or six bucks. So it was Charles Soule is writing the main new Star Wars book. So it's basically four issues of that, where uh, they basically show. And I think I did talk about where they show that Poe Poe's parents uh, rode with Luke and Leia. Uh, you know, they, they they flew with them, and then there was one with the rebels. I'm sorry, one with the Bounty Hunters, one with Darth Vader, one with Dr. Aphra. And then I did read The Kyle, the Rise of Kylo Ren. If anybody that. likes the character of Kylo Ren, get this comic. Man, this was great. It was like basically right before, they basically show him like as a Jedi and then him like at what, what happens after uh, he attacks Luke and Luke's students at the temple. And it's basically like, like leads like a month right before uh, the Force Awakens. It was excellent. It was really good, and it's an ongoing. So I'm definitely adding it to my list. Oh, nice! Wow, I didn't know it was and, ongoing. Makes sense. And, I mean, why not? Yeah, you know? yeah. It was. I I thought it was just a one shot, and they said coming in, and I think there's one coming at the end of the month. I'm like, I, if this is an add to my list, I'm told, I'm definitely getting it. So uh, the the new Star Wars issue one came out on Wednesday. Like yeah. I said, written written by Charles Soule. It I, basically takes place right after Empire Strikes Back. It ta- it they shows Luke. Uh, it shows Luke uh, like he's holding his metal hand and he's keeps hearing Vader in his head and he's starting to like trip out and he's trying to freak out. And then he finally, you know, says the legs like, I don't understand why I'm training with Yoda. I shouldn't be a Jedi. I'm not ready to be a Jedi. Why am I he's, like he's at the point where he's died, doubting himself because he just took the biggest ass kicking that pretty much he's ever going to take, mm-hmm. you know, from Vader. And he just doesn't understand. He's like, you know, he, he's really my father. Why is why did Yoda and Obi Wan you know are they you know, why do they lead me into this because this just happened and if I if I go if I go to confront him again I'm either gonna lose so either I lose and get killed 
or I have to go into the dark side. So he's at the point where I know, obviously, if anybody sees Star Wars, like me and you have a zillion times, you know, Return of the Jedi, we know how it winds out. Yeah. But you can just see, like, this is the heat, you know, and putting in wrestling terms. Yeah. So, and, and with the end of the last series, I thought they were going to stop writing about Luke and Leia and Han, but apparently not. Which is, I thought they were going to go for all new characters, but guess not. <laughs> Yeah, so that's where it seems to go. I'm just waiting for just for the, like the Ray stuff to come yeah, up because I, I think that's really good. But the Kyle Ren stuff's great as well. That was probably my book of the week. I kind of just want to look all the Star Wars stuff, but I know you said his, you paged through it, so uh, I'm gonna talk about. It. Yeah, I guess I'm going to spoilers. Thor was also an A plus. Donnie Cates. What I I got about four pages in, and what I realized is it's basically a continuation of Jason Aaron's Thor run, like the King Thor stuff. Oh, okay. And I have usually when they redo a book. And it's a new writer. It's completely like, oh, this stuff that just happened last month doesn't count or yeah. blah, blah, blah. It reminded me of when Brubaker handed off. I'm sorry. When Bendis handed off Daredevil to Brubaker was like, you can just read it straight through. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I believe Daredevil or Matt Murdock was in, finished up or he was in jail. Falling got the kingpin into jail. And then the next issue, Brubaker's when Brubaker picked up, he picked up right from the story. So that's what this reminded me. I like stuff like that. that and this is what it reminded me of because it was a lot. It was basically King Thor. He retired at the end of King Thor. So what happens is, is he throws his hammer down to Earth to see if anybody's going to pick it up. And it lands right where the Avengers just get done with the battle. And Iron Man pulls up his mask, you know, and obviously it's Tony. And he goes and he starts and he smiles. and He says, hey, hey, does anybody have a Sharpie? Yeah. I'm like, oh, this should be funny. So they show King Thor talking to Lady Sif. Lady Sif is now the new Heimdall. She sees all. And she's like, are you going to pick that up? And he's like, yeah, I just want to see if I, I, I'm just playing a joke on the Earthling to see if anybody's going to pick it up. And it comes back, and you know, obviously, the one side says, "Whoever holds this hammer shall be worthy." Will possess the power of Thor. On the other, on the other side, Tony writes in a sharpie, "Hey, Thor, nice shot. Enjoy retirement." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So uh, then you get halfway through the book, and then you see that Galactus has invaded Asgard, and you and you keep saying, and so you figure, okay, anytime Galactus comes, that's not good. So it's like, oh, this is going to be cool. You're gonna you're gonna see. King Thor and then the new Thor that we saw solicited in all the comics in the last month to go up against Galactus. But Galactus only has one one arm, mm. and he says he didn't come for a fight, he came for help. And only Thor and the Asgardians could help him. And then all of a sudden, he passes out, and he says, oh, no, he says, Black Winter is coming. And he passes out, and Black Silver Surfer shows up okay. to basically say, no, he's serious, we need your help. And then, from what, and then from what you saw at the very end of the comic happens where there's a new Thor and he's now the Herald of Galactus. Yeah, no, but it's a, it's still regular Thor, right? Or no? That I don't know because they just it's basically King Thor throughout the whole thing until the very last page. Yeah, and then again, he has his long hair and everything. Looks a little different, so I'm like, I wonder if it's a different. Th- I don't think, but you never know. And, and the art looks really good. Nick Klein, I'm not familiar with him, but the art looks very good. Yeah, I really enjoyed him. This blew me away. If this, if I didn't read. All these Star Wars things back to back to back, and if I still wasn't under Star Wars fever, I think King Thor would maybe be my book of the week. But they were both A plus. Oh, but wow. I definitely, you guys are going on the comic shop, and you guys listen to listen to us and dig what we dig. Definitely pick up the new Star Wars number one, the new King Thor number one. I think they're both four ninety nine bucks, but they are well worth their price. Yeah, if Thor is uh, four ninety nine. Now, which did you get the main cover? Uh, Thor, no, there was only I didn't get a chance to see. Usually, when I go on Wednesdays, they they you give me my bag, and I go in the back room where they have all the variants on the table because I had to go on Thursday because Wednesday was New Year's. They didn't have any of the variants out, oh, and I didn't okay. have time to, to go through the boxes. So I got some variant. I don't. I wasn't. I know they said Olivia Colpiel did the main cover, and I'm like, oh, man, yeah, if I would have known that, I would have put a request in to get that one. So I got um, 
There's a ton I of them. I... I think there's 20 or 30. There's yeah, there's quite a bit on that. There's anyway. quite a bit on there. Star Wars, I just got the, the main cover, and that one has, has Luke, Leia, Lando, uh, uh, Han, Chewie, like all on the cover, all your mainstays. Yeah. And the, the main cover is probably, maybe probably the best cover. Oh, for Star Wars, yeah. I, I, I seen that one. I didn't, uh, the shop I went to real quick didn't have any other ones. But there's a bunch of cool Thor ones. So, like I said, the Jen Bartel one looks really cool. There's a, uh, there's one with um Lady Sith on it, and then there's one like it's like old. Oh, it looks like Thor from like the, the 70s. So it's pretty cool. I just got the main cover, but on the main cover, I noticed he has a uh, Odin's two ravens with him. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'm sure they'll explain that. Now, do they explain why Galactus is missing an arm? <laughs> no, which obviously, obviously that's probably going to pop up in probably this first uh, this first arc. Yeah, probably unless it's that happened in Guardians of the Galaxy or that Silver Surfer Black, which I didn't read either. So. I don't know, hopefully they explain it. <laughs> yeah, he said Black Winter's coming. So the only thing I can think of, because Donny Cates, the last year, year and a half, he does little things where he ties everything he's writing kind of in together. It's just like I know a lot of people that read a lot of his stuff because he's the hot writer. Like whatever property they put him on, people are going to pick up. So I know like his Guardians of the Galaxy stuff would be mixing in with his Venom stuff. So maybe something if Black Winter's coming, maybe it's like Simbrates. Yeah, probably. Or uh, what's his name? The God Knoll that got released at the end of uh, Absolute Carnage? Hmm, that's yeah. a possibility. Maybe that's who was fighting with Galactus, or something. That would probably lead to another event book. I know that that incoming book came out, but I'm like, yeah, ten bucks. And I'm like, I don't, I'm gonna skip that one. Yeah, they really did a good job uh, soliciting it either. I just knew it came out because they gave me a free bookmarker in my books uh, like three or four oh, weeks ago. And but I didn't see anything in the solicitations. And like, uh, usually DC does a good job promoting the DC uh, comic book TV shows. Yeah, uh, in their book, and Marvel does Marvel does a pretty good job with their stuff as well. Now they did. I know we talked about this via text message. They are doing a Fantastic Four plus X Men book. Yeah, and that's all about Franklin, where the mutants want Franklin to live with him. They want him to live on Genosha, or whatever, or not Genosha, whatever it's called, Krakoa, because he is a mutant, and they want him to live with them. But you know, obviously, the Fantastic Four want them Franklin to live with them, so that's like the battle. I think it is four or five issues. I'm not really sure, but it, it is a miniseries. So I'm going I'm to definitely pick that up. And then did you see the other thing, the Empire with a Y? No, what's that about? It's um, Avengers and Fantastic Four, and uh, I think that's really all they really said, and they're fighting some like galactic threat or something. I don't know who's writing it, I think. I want to say Dan Slop, I'm not sure. I just seen it the other day. First, they announced it was just Empire, that was it. But now it says, like, Avengers and Fantastic Four Empire, so that's... The only news on that, I don't know. Wait till it gets a little bit closer to see what's going on there. But the X Men Fantastic Four, I'm definitely gonna pick that one up. Yeah, me too. I forget. I know Terry Dotson's doing the art. Uh, who's who's writing it again? I I don't know. I really I have the book here. Let me open it. Not the X Men Fantastic Four, but the the Marvel book with the ad in it. As I go, and then Falcon Winter Soldier's coming out, which I don't know about that. Um, Chip Zdarsky and then Terry Dotson's doing the interior art too. Oh. Yeah, that'd be really good because Darcy's crushing it on Daredevil. Yeah, and he, he's pretty good. He wrote uh, what Sex Criminals, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So no, that was uh yes. Yeah, and that comes. Uh, out. Sorry, no, that was uh that was not Fraction. Oh, okay. Then what did he write? He wrote some one of them, uh, image like. He did a lot of comedy know. stuff, and everyone thought he could only do comedy until he he started doing, uh, oh. Daredevil, and then he had some stuff on Spider Man that he was doing. Yeah, he wrote something. I, I forget. One of them books. I think I even have the tree. He's like one of those hot hot writers. Yeah, he did. Uh, that basically, even Nick and Nick Spencer last few years, that kind of 
fallen under the radar as like those are those are like the, the top guys underneath like Jason Aaron as far as the Marvel side goes. Yeah, he did Howard the Duck for a little bit. So chips are what did he? I'm, I'm thinking that's Scotty Young. I don't know something, but I'm looking. Did you see the the new Force Works, which is uh, basically Avengers West Coast, U.S. Agent, War Machine, Mockingbird, and uh, what's her name? The one Shield girl that has like longer brown hair. Oh, jeez. I can't think of her name. She was in Thor for a while. She had the flying car. You remember that? Vaguely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. vaguely. I forget her name. So it's Ros- Rosalind something. Something like that. Oh, Ros Solomon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She seems to be on uh, the new Force Works, which I, I have the old Force Works from like 94. And then what's on, the, what's on their side? And then there's that Emma Frost uh, Jean Grey book. That looks pretty good. It's, it's only a one shot, but Russell, Jonathan Hickman's writing and Russell Donovan's doing the art. So I was like, oh. Ooh. The one shot, I think I may pick that up. Yeah, if it's ongoing, I don't know. If it's ten dollars, no, thank you. Yeah, these ten dollar books, like the Empire, like eh, no. And there was something else too, like uh, the DC New Year's Evil, which is just all like Christmas and New Year's stories. I'm like, not for ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, they, I used to get like the the Halloween special for DC and the Christmas special. I think like a couple years ago they were like four ninety nine or five ninety nine. Like last two years they bumped it to nine ninety nine. I was like, no. Yeah, that's like just for mini stories. I mean, I'm sure they're probably pretty good, but when I mean, you buy a bunch of get, books, yeah, you, too much. Yeah, got no time for that. That's like when I jumped off Daredevil a couple or not Daredevil Deadpool a couple years ago because it was like it would come out twice a month and sometimes it'd just be a ten dollar book. I'm like, whoa, I'm not asking for a ten dollar book here. It's already twice a month. That's enough. Yeah, it'd be the like the. Week two that it would come out be like three ninety nine, and for some reason it would be like, oh, it's issue sixty two, or it's the uh, one year anniversary of Deadpool showing up in the uh, on the, the silver screen. So here's a nine dollar book or a ten dollar book. It's like it's a little much. Yeah, it's like I didn't, I didn't ask for that. I remember there was one that he like teamed up with the Defenders, and it was like ten dollars. Like this is the second Deadpool book this month. <laughs> like, no, and that's that's why I dropped it. I was like, I can't, I can't be doing this. But uh, especially like if that was my only book, then it'd be okay. But. When you get a bunch of books, uh, the $10 one is like, eh, I don't think so. it's For me, it's not only just about the money, not that I'm a millionaire, but it's not it's not about the money. It's about half the money and half just the time. Like, I just don't have time to be yeah, reading same 20 here. books a week like I used to. Me too. Like, I have, I don't have time to like, read all my books, play video games, watch wrestling, go to work, go to the gym, sleep, eat. You know, it's it's hard to get it all in. Like, there's not enough hours in the day for me. Yeah, just think if you were married with a child and you're trying to become husband and father of the year every minute of every day, too. I I, I lose my mind. I wouldn't know what to do. Uh, I love it, though. It's just like everything's always exciting. It's it's never never a dull moment. You know, it's always something to look forward to. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm the same way. It's just you're trying. That's why I got to get my workouts in. I get up every day before before four o'clock because I got to get it in before, you know, the girls kind of get up and run. I just don't want it to pull away from any time but speaking of uh video games have you played anything new since uh christmas no i, I didn't uh, get a chance i installed uh devil may cry and i took like I, like I told you before i put it in and said like 65 minutes and then it didn't take quite 65 it did a little bit faster but then it said now downloading a patch or something it's like another hour i'm like oh, okay i was put it on the rest mode and let that go and come back and but then i went back to play it though and i did i did order star wars fallen jedi but it's not here yet probably get that monday so I'll give, give them a whirl a little bit because i'm almost done pokemon I played maybe about three hours of Devil May Cry, and it's awesome. You start out as Cody Rhodes, yeah, which he is definitely Cody Rhodes. So it's it's, it's Nero, it. but it looks exactly Cody. 
there is a lot of cutscenes. I'm like, I just want to play the game, and I mean, it's exactly like all the other Devil May Cry. It's the you know, you use this, use that yeah. combination. Shoot guns, Not broke, use don't your fix sword. I mean, that and God of War, two of the best fighting styles. Like just you, you can go cool stuff and combination weapons, and as you keep collecting more orbs, you know, you can power a whole bunch of stuff up. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of cutscenes where I'm not gonna because the story is really, really good. I mean, it's it's at, like. Part of me is just like, man, the story's really good, but I just want to start slaying people because I yeah. only have like 20 minutes to play before I got to move on to the next thing. So basically they explain why you're not, you don't start off as Dante. And then there's another character and they I basically show Dante and, and Trish. Okay. They basically get, uh, they get rolled by, I guess, the guy who's going to be the big villain. So you play as uh, Nero and Nero has, he basically drives around in a van with this girl that does all the upgrades for you. Okay. And you also now you also play as this other character V. Now was he in any of the other Devil May Cry? I don't remember. You remember his brother Virgil? He beats him up at uh, the. Oh, that was remember the DMC game that was like not yes. part of the series. That's at the end he fights Virgil and then his hair turns white. Well, Dante's. I, I'm I'm assuming that's Virgil. I don't know because I was gonna ask you who's the, who's the third guy because there's three playable characters: Dante, Nero, and the new guy. Yeah, so I played as V. I I got I did something that so you can now play as him. He basically walks around with a stick. And mm-hmm. he quotes poetry, and he summons a raven and a tiger. Oh. So one button, you use your stick. One button, you, the tiger gets you. And one button, the raven gets you. So sometimes you have, like, people that are on, like, the buildings. Mm-hmm. And you just use the raven to go and kill them. Okay. So it's, I just got one stage done with him, and he was pretty cool. So then, like, the boss I had to fight, it was super easy because I would just, just use those two. And anytime the boss came closer... I would just use, uh, and I would just use V. So yeah, maybe that what maybe that is Virgil. Yeah, that makes sense. That's all I can think of. I mean, I haven't played a Devil May Cry in a while, so off the top of my head, but that sounds cool. It sounds different. I mean, the, the and we do not mean Raven. Soul Soul Train Jones. Uh, yeah, yeah, not that That'd be great. He's throwing breadsticks at you. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's throwing breadsticks at Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. Twenty dollar, no change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no change, brother. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ted's not here. Yeah, he sits in the bathroom. Yeah. Been in the bathroom but for yeah, how long? I'm looking and forward then, to playing. That. I have I have like seven games to play. It's like, oh my god! Like we were saying about no time. Like I need to take a vacation, and just play games and read comics. And then I did. I, like I said, I only played about maybe three hours of that. Only three hours is actually a lot. Yeah. And then I I, I stopped that to play Star Wars, uh, the new Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It, it's great. It takes place right after they execute Order sixty six. Okay. And any anybody that's force sensitive is on the run. So the guy, that the character that you play, I forget, Hal? It's Cal. Cal. Cal is basically on the run, and they, they sh- like, after you're done with your first mission, they basically show how uh, he basically uses the Force to save his buddy that he works with, and then it gets tipped off to the Empire that this guy's Force-sensitive, so the Empire is trying to kill you. So the controls of that are really good as well. Like, you start out really good with the lightsaber, so when the Stormtroopers are shooting you, not that the Stormtroopers are, can hit you anyway, if it's yeah. going to be anything real <laughs> Star Wars. All you do is really just press one button, and it not only does it block it, but it reflects the. the oh, right back, yeah. Right back to the stormtrooper, yeah. So I was, I was super pumped about that. You just like force unleash, he's like, boom, 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 boom. and then when you level up, you just stand there, and he does it automatically. You don't have to push anything. Yeah, and then you can do like a force push. You can do something if your force meters at a certain point, you press. I think R. I mean, you'll you you'll, you'll once you play, it, you'll see it. Yeah. You press something where it basically slows the game down, so okay. it's like you're almost like like in flat. You're almost like you're like the flash. You slow everything down. So it's like you have like five enemies on the screen. You just press the button. You can just go real quick and kill all five enemies because you just use the force to slow time down. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to play that. It looks good. And then the dude that's the main character is the guy that was Joker on uh, Gotham. Well, one of the Joker's yeah, things. yeah, you did point that out to me. I even said to Amber, and I said, that guy looked familiar. And I don't think she saw the last two seasons of Gotham. Like, was the, is that the guy that was the Joker on Gotham? And I was like, yep. Yeah, which I didn't know. I read that on the internet. I'm like, oh, how about that? 
Yeah, he looks just like him. Yeah, he does. He said his hair is like slicked back, and obviously he's a good guy. Now I wonder in this one, I wonder, can you be like good or bad, kind of like in uh, Force Unleashed, where you can like you have like the meter where you go to the light side or the dark side? That I don't know. I'm only about an hour into it. Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking no, but but maybe I I don't know. I had to check it. I obviously I didn't play it yet. Yeah, we shall see, good sir. Yeah, so I'm looking around for for a comic news here, and it's really it is it is light on news all around. It said that uh. Miss Marvel now has a living costume, which I, I dropped Miss Marvel. I know you did too, because like the first issue was fantastic, and then kind of just went downhill. I was like, yeah. Yeah, Lily's reading it. Yeah, like if I had one, if I was only reading Miss Marvel, then maybe I'd stick on it. But like, yeah, it says that uh, just don't call it a symbiote. So she has a living costume. I don't really dig her new costume. What do you think of the new? It looks like metallic. Um, it has, like, I, said, I, I didn't see it. I, I, I just get just for Lily. Thing. Yeah, she's still liking it. She likes to likes it, but I, I like her 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 other one better. It's it's I mean it's all right. I don't hate it, but I don't really like it. It looks like uh, if they went to um, wow, well, they put her in the new gods, <laughs> and then what? I can't think of the guy's name right now. Who who who's like uh, uh, Jack Kirby? Yeah, if Jack Kirby drew the costume and but just made it like a little more nowadays, that's what it kind of looks like. I don't like it, but like, mm. so there's that. And then like I'm looking around, and just like. Hardly any comic news at all. I guess it's just light. They're just waiting for, I guess, just kick into the new year here. I, I don't, I don't know. I know it's, it's. I, I've seen Birds of Prey said they Jet, uh, Jared Leto's Joker will not be in it, which I think he would be anyway. So no big deal there. Huh. Yeah, the full cover. Um, let me go through here. Oh yeah, the, uh, WandaVision moves to twenty twenty. Okay, I didn't know it was coming out in twenty nineteen, so <laughs> I thought it was twenty twenty. But Makes sense since we are say, in 2020. Yeah, it doesn't say like the release date for any of those uh, Marvel Disney Plus shows yet. Let me scroll through here. Like, I don't know. If that, I don't think that's going to be the first one. I think the first one's going to be one of the cartoons, right? Or no, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think. Yeah, I'm scrolling through here. It just says, "Oh, here we go." Direct, uh, well, that's May 7th, 2021. Doctor Strange: in The Multiverse. Well, that's when that's when the second Doctor Strange movie comes out. Okay, so apparently this didn't come out till like late 2020. Well, that's not news. I think there's only one Marvel movie. I think just Black Widow's this year, right? Yeah, I don't think there's that's going to be free comic book day because I think that's the first week of uh, of May. Yeah, then, and and then, then it's uh, Wonder Woman's like what a month later or the next month. Yeah, and then I think it's I don't know if they're doing Aquaman or anything else, but. Yeah. I don't. I don't think so. Nope. I just got. I just saw this announced on New Japan's Twitter. New Japan announced that they're opening up the outfield seats for Wrestle Kingdom 14 day one because there's a chance all other sections are currently sold out. This has not happened in 15 years. Wow. Good. Wow. And I bet they get a lot of people walk up there. There. Hey, let's let's go see if there's a seat. You know, let's just go. I mean, I'm sure they get that because I mean, if I was in Japan and I didn't have a ticket already, and they said, hey, you can get go see Wrestle Kingdom, I'd probably go just to go. Well, now here's the thing: if the main event for night two is what we're thinking it's going to be, you have basically the ace, you know, their money guy Okada versus the guy who's probably their most popular wrestler in the last five years of Naito and Okada. So it's just like if that's basically set up at the end of night one, the people that don't have tickets for night two maybe like, hey, let's go. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but then also you build up. Not only we're going to see that, but we're going to see the guy that's held this company together for 15 years. Tanahashi against you know the guy who's an absolute living legend in Chris Jericho in the co-main event. Oh, and also we're going to see a rematch of the G1 Finals as well. Those are your last three matches. Yeah, which is like, oh my god. I'm sure if you're if you're there night one, you don't have a ticket for night two, and they go, hey, someone available, you'd probably buy one. I mean, as long as you can make it, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Not only that, I mean, if you're thinking of flying out, like I know I've been contemplating doing it for a couple of years now. I mean, this would have been the perfect year to do it because you also have, you have those two back-to-back shows. And of course you have New Year's Dash mm-hmm. and this New Year's Dash is going to be the most promoted one ever because it's the retirement ceremony for, you know, the greatest junior of all time in Jushin Liger. So yeah. This would have been a good year to go. I should have, uh, maybe I should have planned a little bit yeah, better, right. but oh well, what can it you look, do? Yeah, it's, it's not like it's uh, $400. It's a little expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's not like how it's like saving up a couple bucks every month for uh, Comic-Con, yeah. which I already started to save. You can't, you can't just drive there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. So, That's, ah, one, one of these years. Yeah. It's on the old bucket list. Yeah, hey, I'd, I'd love to do it too. You'll come, you can come with us, Andy. Yeah, there we go. You know? Me, you, and Amber. I don't, Amber probably, uh, she probably won't, won't be able to take it. Yeah. So. <laughs> maybe, maybe she would like Japan. I'm sure there's a lot of nice things to look at in Japan. Yeah, she'll go shopping. She'll yeah. she'll just us. We'll be at the uh, the Japanese store buying, spending two hundred dollars on Oshida yeah, Onida yeah. uh, barbed wire baseball bat, yeah. and she'll be over there buying you know Chinese uh, Japanese That's, leather uh, purses. Especially like <laughs> if, if the hotel is close to Wrestle Kingdom, and there's so many other shows. Cork and Halls across the street, like. And I know Noah's running a show, I think, at the same time, but there's, like... Same day, the same, yeah. yeah, the fourth, yeah. But there's shows before and after, like, I'm like, okay, let's get up and just watch wrestling all day and come back and go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, I wouldn't uh, see well, much Japan, which I would like to see Japan, but, I mean, if it's Wrestle Kingdom, maybe. I'd rather go, I'd rather be a wrestling. Yeah, yeah plus it's in Japan, it's going to be so cold. Yeah, they said it's just really like, cold. Just there. like here. Yeah, and it's like, oh, jeez. So you're not going to be doing too much sightseeing. But that's okay, that's I, Wrestle Kingdom. I think one of the one of the many cool things about Wrestle Kingdom is it's on the same day. It's January fourth, and I yeah, always no matter what. Jeff, yeah, Jeff and Jeff Schwartz from an honorable mention. Shout out to those guys. He always talks about the anniversary show for Ring of Honor should be on the same day. I think yeah. it's the February twenty seventh. I want to say it always should be the same day, no matter if it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I tend to agree, but I think maybe because New Japan's the only only company that does it, I think it's just more special. Yeah, it is like like Christmas. It's always December twenty fifth. You know, yep. but then like Thanksgiving always changes, so it's it's weird. But I think it would be cool for if ROH did that. I mean, maybe not current ROH; they'd have to fix some things, but it would be cool. I came out from the gym this morning. It was a little before six, and at least finished eating breakfast. And I was like, "Hey, kids, tomorrow's a big day for Dad. She's like, Saturday. What do you got? What are you, what are you doing? She's like, you trying to set a new record in, in the gym?" And I was like, "No, I said it's my third favorite day of the year." She's thinking, she goes, "Well, Christmas is number one." WrestleMania number two. She's like, my birthday's October. She's like, you're not going to a comic book convention, are you? And I was like, no, it's Wrestle Kingdom. She's like, oh. She's like, I thought that was Sunday. I said, it's both days. She's yeah, like, what do they start doing both days like this year? And she just rolled her eyes. She's just like, whatever, Dad. I'm just glad that you're going to be home for a couple of days. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, she'll yeah. be excited, though, because she likes Naito and she likes Jericho. So maybe she'll, and she might be able, because sometimes on su- su- Saturday she gets up early. She'll get up like 6, 6, 30. Well, but I don't know if the show will be over. And then maybe she'll come down for, you know, one of those matches. Yeah. Uh, so who knows? So Why not? So we shall see. So what else? Any of I know we're kind of all over the place. Is there anything else with the, the comic news? I'm looking, there? Uh, Scott Snyder is wrapping up Justice League with issue 39, which I, I've fallen off that. I think you have too because it's just – you think Scott Snyder and Justice League would be a home run, but it was just – it was okay. It, yeah. does, it doesn't say who's taking over, so I wonder who's taking over Justice League. So they should have like, their best writer on that. It was kind of like when they did the new 52 and they're like, Jeff Johns and Jim Lee are writing Justice League. I'm like, okay, so you have your flagship thing, you have the best artist that you've ever had, probably since Neil Adams, and the guy that basically read, you know, basically redid the entire DC universe. This is going to be awesome. And it was like a B plus. Which yeah. don't come wrong, a B plus is fine, but it's like when you have those guys, they sh- every issue should be an A plus. Like some of the issues were A. Some of them were A plus, some of them were C pluses. I don't know. To me, it was just kind of a miss with those guys on it, and I I, I totally agree with you. Just this, so it's like, oh, we're gonna put Scott Snyder on it. 
you know, he's coming out this legendary Batman run. I'm like, it was just okay. Yeah, it wasn't like must read. You think it should have been must read? And like, I don't know. Like, if it, obviously DC's big books are always going to be Batman, Superman, you know, Wonder Woman, maybe then Harley Quinn. But like, you think Justice League would be like their main if they had like four books, five books that to push? Well, Batman, Superman, Justice League, right? Like, <laughs> what if they were? From what I understand, the Amanda Connor, Jimmy Palmiotti uh, run on Harley Quinn. Like eighty percent of its run, it was a top five selling book, and it was like one or two DC, wow. like all like all the time for that year and a half, two years they had it. What if they were to put Harley Quinn in the Justice League mm-hmm. and have like Amanda and Jimmy either either write it or draw it or be like consultants on it? Well, I wouldn't that be that be something else? There'd probably be them people who go, oh, "This is too silly" or whatever. But I mean, it is something. Yeah, it's better than just having a book that's okay, and then one's like, "Are you reading that?" Nah, I'm not reading that. <laughs> So, just, I mean, just think of the banter with her and like you know Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, or her. Like if they put, or if they made Guy Gardner the uh, the Green Lantern, oh, and the Justice go, League. Yeah. Just imagine the banter back and forth between the two of them. Yeah, I, I think it would be pretty good, especially if you put Amanda Jimmy on it. And, and even there there it is. We're booking everything: right? wrestling, comics. We're booking it all. I mean, they are, they do have that Harley Quinn uh, magazine coming out. The well, not magazine, the prestige format: Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey, which I'm getting. I think that comes out in February, maybe March. No, that comes out, and then Wolverine comes out. That's next month. And let me say, uh, which is written by Benjamin Percy, which I believe he wrote Green Arrow for a bit. He did a couple things that flew under the radar that was pretty good. Yeah, and then I, th- I think he went from he was like Matt Fraction, where he went from like Hawkeye to Green Arrow, or, or vice versa. And then the art's by Adam Kubert, and I don't know their guy, Victor Bog. The Novik? I have no idea, but the art looks good. So that means Adam Kubert's probably do the first few issues, yeah. and then they won't be able to afford him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I'll give it to this new guy. But uh, I'm gonna check out Wolverine. You know. I've, why not? It should be pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's like like we were saying, Marvel's top five books. Wolverine has to be one of uh, oh, DC's top five books. Wolverine has to be one of Marvel's top five. I, yeah, it's, he's all he's basically that that character that no one ever thought would pop, kind of like Harley. They yeah. want that to get to a certain somewhere, and it's just been one of the more popular characters over the last decade. Oh, absolutely! Especially in the '90s when like all the like the badasses took over. It's like Wolverine, Punisher, Ghost Rider, and Venom, and it's like they were just selling like crazy. Yeah, but it's, I'm looking through the news, and it's just like, it's light. Oh, here's that, yeah, the Empire thing that I told you. It's literally the only thing it says is, like, details of the heroes and villains and creators behind it. Oh, apparently that there's a little bit more news. So that Empire event, and the symbol's pretty cool. It's the Avengers A, but, like, it's red, right? But then the f- the four part of it is blue, so it's also, it's like the Fantastic Four logo and Avengers all in one. Huh, so how about cool. that? And it says that, uh, oh, here we go. Written, yeah, written by Al Ewing and Dan Slott, so I was half right. And art by Valerio Shidi. So remember him? Oh, yeah, he did a, he, he was Guardians the when artist was on, on uh, Hickman, when Hickman did Avengers New Avengers. Yeah, yeah. So, he was the artist. So I think I might pick this up now. And here we go. The event is being branded as Avengers Fantastic Four team up, rooted in stories spanning throughout Marvel's 80-year history. With a massive war fleet approaching the Avengers, a Fantastic Four team up for the April, Empire event, blah, blah, blah. And I think they're, it says they're fighting the Kree here or something. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, they're they're fighting the Kree and the Scroll Empires. So that's why it's called Empire. So it might be pretty. Count good. me in. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get. When, when's it come out? Uh, last week's 2020 seed incoming one. Blah blah blah. Then is uh, April. It just says April. Oh. Instead of April. So it looks yeah, pretty. A couple cool. months. Yeah. Avengers and Fantastic Four are fighting the Kree and the Scroll. And Dan Slott and Al Ewing. Al Ewing super hot because he has his uh, run on Immortal Hulk that's just kicking ass, which I have not read, but everyone says it's great. Yeah, I didn't read any of it at all. 
Yeah, me, me either. I don't know. I'm up from down about it, but my, 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 my one friend loves it. And everything you hear, everyone says, oh, that's great. Yeah. I, I have a Marvel Unlimited, so I think I could probably get the first, like, 24 issues yeah, on there. Sure I have, you know, I pay a yearly fee on Marvel Unlimited to get two months free. And I don't think I popped that bad boy open probably since October. So really? maybe, maybe that's what I'll do. Um, you know, maybe after Wrestle Kingdom, maybe I'll, I'll read a couple issues of that. There you go. Yeah, try it out. I might get the first trade just to see. But they, I wish Marvel would do what Image does, where the first trade's like ten bucks. It's like, oh, they 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 hook you, and then the next ones go up to normal price. Or does Marvel the first trade's like twenty four ninety nine? Uh. Hardcover with yeah. all the. Sometimes Image even does. I remember it, where, where, uh, Revival was on like the sixth, not the tag team, was on the sixth, uh, sixth trade, and I was like, I wonder. I said, oh, I'll give it a try, and it was six ninety nine. Yeah. The first trade, and I, was, I enjoyed it, and I, then everybody said like after trade two, it kind of fell off. Like I won't even pick up trade two. Yeah, but I mean, for six ninety nine, you're like, oh, why not? Yeah, it's a dollar. I mean, there's six, there's five or six issues in there, so you're looking at like two bucks an issue. Yeah, well, you know, less, than, less than two bucks an issue. And I know uh, for Free Comic Book Day last year, they were doing trades half off image trades. I'm like, well, there you go, five dollars, and you can just jump on. And, like that's how I found about that unnatural book. I'm like, this is really good, especially for five bucks. So, yeah, then if like you're you're just getting into Walking Dead, and it's just like, oh, well, yeah. let me get the first ten trades, fifty bucks for the first ten trades. Yeah, that's definitely a deal. It's a steal. Hmm. That's a steal. Um, I'm trying well, to. Do you want to get into? Uh, did you get a chance to watch AW Dynamite? Yeah, I did. I did actually, I uh, I thought it was a good show this week. Obviously, NXT had a a recap awards show. They had like I think they played like three matches. I think they played like the women's uh, World Games and two other matches, and they just gave out awards. So it wasn't a must watch show by any means. But AW was pretty good. It started off really good with the Cody versus Darby Allen. Yeah, I was like, oh, I could watch this whole thing because Amber's shows aren't on. And it's New Year's Day. I'm like, well, I go back to work tomorrow. So I was excited to watch the whole show. And I got to, I, I watched the first match. And you texted me, Zoom was over with. Yeah, like they went like 19 minutes. I think I, I got, came, came close to the time limit draw. And I liked how he brought Arn Anderson in. And Arn Anderson got up on the apron and basically telling Cody like what to use and where. Yeah. And it basically helped Cody. And it was nice that he he didn't beat Darby Allen with his finish. He beat him with like a, a schoolboy, I believe. Yeah, because Darby Allen kicked out at the crossroads. Yeah, yeah, which is no longer as Cody's finish. I think he's using the Cody cutter, but uh, yeah, yeah I fell asleep an hour into it. I fell asleep right after the moxie match. Yeah, I uh, I was dozing off at the at the main event, but uh, it was, the main event was pretty good. And then uh, Kenny and the Bucks won. Spoiler alert for anybody, but I mean that match was pretty good. There was also uh, the moxie match was good. Uh, there was that women's four way, which wasn't bad, with uh, what was it Nyla Rose, Riho, Britt Baker, Baker, and, and uh, Yoshida. Yeah, yeah, she got her car, Yoshida. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, and then they had Nyla put Rio through the table. So I think next week when Rio gets her title shot, or when she defends the belt against Chris Statlander, they'll say she's hurt, and I see Chris Statlander winning the title. There. You think that'll be the first title change in AEW history? I, th- I think so, yeah. I think that's the way they're going to go with it. I mean, yeah, who, who knows? And I did see the ratings came out. You knew AEW was going to win, but they had close to a million, yeah, how about million views. So I'm like, oh, that's good. And even NXT did like something like 400,000. So yeah. between the two combined, it's over, I think it was, uh, like one point two, one point uh, two million or something. Yeah, so that that's good. New Year's Day and one's a recap show, basically. Like, yeah, they're both good. And that's how you you yeah. want you want one to win one week, one the next, or one wins two weeks and then everyone wins with two weeks because that way it keeps them even and uh, you know keeps the uh, the battle going. You know, keeps the balance of the force. Yeah, the balance balancing the force. the force. That's what when Wrestling people ask force. me who are you who are you pulling for, it's like I'm pulling for both of them. But if AEW won like three or four in a row, I'm like I like to see NXT get this one. But I like to see both both of them somewhere around the eight hundred thousand to nine hundred thousand views. So this way, the combined total is over a million and a half. Yeah. So I w- I wish they would get the 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 results that SmackDown and Raw get 
that'd be awesome. Two million each week. Yeah, because both those shows are so much better. Yeah, Outside of anything are. Daniel Bryan does, yeah. I still think he's the best thing on American TV yeah. by anything that he send, does. Send him like, yeah, he, yeah, he wrestled like The Miz on SmackDown uh, last week or the week before. It's supposed to be a three-way Baron Corbin, but Corbin got hurt because he fell off the podium thing. But anyhow, so I'm sitting there watching the match. The Miz by no means is a bad worker, but he's not in the level of Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks or Cody or Adam Cole, no. blah, blah, blah. But I'm watching this match, and I'm like, God damn, Daniel Bryan is so good. He gets the best out of everybody. Like, literally, he's, I mean, yeah, like he has the talent level he's working with on SmackDown on a weekly basis is still, like, he's better than 80% of the stuff on NXT. It's, that's why I think, like, the best WWE match this year was Cole versus Bryan. Because, like, you literally have the hottest guy in your entire company versus the best guy in your entire company, and you gave it time. It's just like, God damn, can you imagine if, like, he would just wrestle somebody that's like somewhat on his level. Yeah. Like he's just, he's just so damn good. So good. Yeah. It's, that's, that's what kind of sucks about that. Like there's so many people that are really good that are either they're not being used or they're just kind of, they can only wrestle. You know, they can do so much when you're wrestling, you know, a Baron Corbin or whoever, or the Miz. So it's like, like, Cesar- like Cesaro. Yeah. So good. Well, that, so that, good. That, I, he's criminally underused. When's the last time he was it, on TV? I think he came out and he was involved in some movie three-way or something. No, he's been teaming with Nakamura on SmackDown. Oh, they put him in Nakamura now? Yeah. And then yeah, Sammy. So and, and they, yeah, so they, and they did a six-man where they finally let Sami Zayn wrestle. So it was Sami Zayn, Nakamura, and, uh, and Cesaro versus The New Day. And Braun Strowman, oh, and the match was really the match was like eight to ten minutes, but for what it was, it was really yeah. good. I mean, you talk about Cesaro, Nakamura, and, and Sami Zayn, three guys. That, that team should just be called "We Deserve Better" because yeah. they all do. They're all great, and it's like I, I don't know. It's just they're doing a little. I know you don't watch SmackDown. They're doing a little bit more with Nakamura. And That's where it's like I'm not. I'm not as upset as I used what? to be. I mean, he's been the Intercontinental Champion now for a long time. Yeah. And they gave him the new title, which which don't look bad. But I mean, yeah, do, do something. But poor Sammy saying, like, I guess they just want him to be a manager. It's like he's great. Let him wrestle. Yeah. There's a guy when his contract's that. up. I mean, they're gonna throw him some money just to keep him. But like, he might say, "Hey, look, I want to, I want to go wrestle." Yeah. And uh, I can see him going to AEW or New Japan or both. You know, you know. <laughs> or what, what about El Generico showing up for NWA Power? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Speaking <laughs> of which, any uh, any updates on NWA Power? Yeah, so, the new episode this week? Yeah, Power this week was it actually came on at one. PM on Tuesday, I guess for New Year's Day, like special, whatever, instead of uh, the 6:05. So I watched it, but then again, I, I fell asleep. I, I gotta go back and watch the last match. It was Tim Storm versus Royce Isaacs? It was a OTV title tournament match. But uh, excuse me, it's, it's Aaron Stevens defended his uh, third degree United States title or national title against Sauronaro, who I believe is the Sauronaro from ROH. Remember, he was with um, former tag champ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's him. He has like long hair now and a beard. So that was pretty good. I mean, and there was a couple of promos. Trevor Murdoch beat uh, Aaron Stevens wrestled again, and he was Shooter Stevens this time, and then Trevor Murdoch beat him because they're kind of building up Trevor Murdoch getting a shot at the national title. Then there was a new girl, Tasha Steeles. She wrestled and beat Marty Bell, so they're trying to push her, the new girl. And a bunch of promos. And there was another one, Nick Aldis and, and Tim Storm, to build up that rematch. Well, Nick, uh, Tim Storm can't get a title shot, and yeah, they, but Nick Aldis keeps harassing him in his new group, which I think they're called Strictly Business, which is a cool name. And anyway, he, he's like saying, you're never going to get a title shot. You know who else? Ricky Morton's never going to get a title shot either. So they're still, they're teasing that. So th- I would say at some point they got to do Nick Aldis versus Ricky Morton. Kind of like how Ricky Morton would get the title shot against Flair back in the day every so often. Yeah. So anyway, it was, it was a good show. I got to go back and watch the, the main event again. But uh, fun. And then what were they teasing? Oh, Coco Banna 
and uh, Ken Anderson and uh, like versus Eli Drake, and Eli Drake's saying that like Ken Anderson, former Mr. Kennedy, is not a good guy. And Coco Bear's like, yeah, he's a good guy. He's my tag partner. So they're building that whole thing there. So a lot of storylines. That's one good thing about NWA Power is like, you know, what's going on? You know, why the guy hates the guy or why they're fighting. It's very easy to understand. And it's yeah. very easy to watch show. It's only an hour. It flies by. Because sometimes you sit down and you're like, oh, three hours. Oh, my God. You know? Not 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 for Wrestle Kingdom tonight, but I mean for NWA Power, very easy watch. Yeah, you always put it over. Everyone keeps mm-hmm. something. I need to I need to watch it. But yeah, again, just stuff. some things you just have to kind of cut out of life. Yeah, just, you know, it's only twenty four hours in a day. So yeah. Now, now here's jumping back. What do, what do you think about Taz uh, commentating on uh, Dynamite? I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I, I I think uh, Tony Schiavone was. I mean, he only did the one show, but I just prefer Schiavone and Jim Ross working yeah. together. Yeah, I, I like Schiavone too. I thought Taz did pretty good. Him and Excalibur flowed pretty well. He was on a episode of uh, AW Dark about two weeks ago and they did commentary. I was like, hey, he's pretty good. But I know to, uh, Shivani had like one of his last football or basketball games left. I know he's, he's he has like the, a couple of dates left and then he's done and then he's just AW and that's it. Because they're, they're paying the big dollars. Yeah. That's that's about it for NWA. I mean, oh, the next pay-per-view, Hard Times. What do you, what do you think about that name? Hard Times. Really? Yeah, Did they announce any uh, matches? No, not yet. I think it's, they still got like five or six weeks of uh, NWA power. So probably next week they might match now it's a match. I know that the, probably the TV title tournament finals will be at uh, Hard Times. And then Nick Aldis defending against somebody. And probably they're building uh, um, Allison K versus... Um, Oh geez, who's the girl she's beating up? Not Marty Bell. Marty Bell, yeah, yeah, Marty Bell. Marty Bell's the one that turned on her, so that that get a title shot there. But very fun to watch the NWA. Highly. Andy Heather, Andy Heather, I don't mean to cut you off, but I got some big news here. Are you asking for PPW on January twenty fifth? Yes. Did you see who's there? The Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah. At first they announced Billy Gunn, but now they announced the the, the Brooklyn Brawler. I know that. I didn't know when they were going to officially announce it, so I didn't want to say anything. But uh, yeah, how about the Brooklyn Brawler? I don't know if he's going to wrestle or just sign autographs, but just a special appearance. Yeah, so I probably just sign autographs. He might, maybe he'll come out and punch somebody. But that's kind of cool. Maybe might, might, be, might be you. You're the one that always seems yeah. to take the, the part in the language, the shit under the stick yeah. when these some of these yeah. people come into town. So I, I mean, I hope not. But uh, Brooklyn Brawler, come get your picture with the Brooklyn Brawler and Billy Gunn. Do you know how he became the like how he got more over as a Brooklyn Brawler? Did you ever hear the story what Bobby Heenan did for him? No. They gave him the gimmick and they put Heenan with him, and Heenan goes, "There's something missing." So it's like an hour before the show starts, and of course he was the curtain jerker. He goes, "There's something missing." He goes, "Go outside and roll yourself up in the and they're like, they're, I guess they're by a baseball field." So he started rolling around in the dirt, and then he got scissors and started cutting his jeans, and then he come back from the locker room and he's either Vince or Tony Guerrero or Pat Patterson. It's like I love the new look, Brawler. He's like, I love the new look, and I guess he didn't let him take let, let him take the whole credit for it. But yeah, he said he's he's gone on record on pod, on a podcast saying that he told him to go out there and roll in the dirt, and then and then when he came back, they absolutely loved him. He never said anything. He never took awesome. any credit for it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it so. looks, he does have that iconic look, the dirty uh, New York Yankee shirt, <laughs> and then that, that old hat and the ripped up jeans, which I hope he yeah. has all that on. I mean, if you're going to make an appearance, you're not going to wrestle, at least have a ripped up shirt. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't have to be dirty, but it has to be ripped up. Yeah, there you go. There you go, sir. So it's not like NWA Power is still really, really good. I have to try to find at least something. I know I know you told me, that I think it was uh, Christmas or something, they had like a, a highlight reel. Like yeah, the one episode was basically the first like six or seven episodes. Yeah, so episode maybe I gotta eight? try to fit that into my schedule somehow. Yeah, it's only an hour, so it's very easy. Maybe I'll wake up at one o'clock <laughs> and watch uh, NWA and tomorrow watch... morning and watch NWA Power be my primer. 
and get the two extremes, get like the, the uh, all promos, the just then just all wrestling. Yeah. Well, I am. When I get home, I'm going to, I'm going to put New Japan World on because from what I, I, know, I think we talked about this when we did the last podcast a few days ago. From what I understand, they redid the the New Japan thing, uh, uh, the New Japan World app. So I'm going to play around with that for a little bit. Probably just watch some uh, classic Tokyo Dome matches. Get myself ready. There you go. I, I gotta open mine real quick. Just make sure everything's there and have it running so that way I don't have to fumble around at two in the morning. Yeah, because you know what happened too. I don't know if there's something wrong with my Fire Stick or what. But this was maybe about two months ago. But my Fire Stick it wouldn't work. If the controller wouldn't work, and it's not like well if the controller doesn't work you can always just press the buttons on the TV. So I changed the batteries like four or five times and I wasn't sure. What was wrong with it? So yeah, I better do that tonight. Well, instead of me waking up at one forty-five and then just absolutely freaking out. Yeah, they'd be like, and you're all excited, and you're just messing around, and you're not, and you're half asleep. Because you, you can't open up, use the browser on PlayStation Four. Which no, is just it's just so it's, weird. It's, yeah, they need to update that. Like you can't watch that. You can't watch Netflix on the browser. I mean, the Netflix app is on PS Four, but come on, like, I'm not doing anything yeah. uh, uh, illegal. I mean, I'm paying for the service. I mean, why can't I watch it you know, on the browser? And you can't da- the PlayStation has it where you can't download other other browsers, so you have to use the PlayStation ones. Like, mm, you know, sound of a gun. So, yeah. but uh, what else? What else you got going on there? So, what? Oh, um, I, I asked you what to do, and then I cut you off. So, what we're gonna try? We got to try. We just got to try to figure out time. Hopefully, within the next week or so, we got to try to do two different podcasts. We got to do our end of the year awards, mm-hmm. like we did last year. And then we'll spice it up a little bit for that one, sir. So maybe we'll throw in some extra categories for like wrestler of the decade, oh, maybe okay, like yeah. match of the decade. Yeah, that's that's a hard decade, one to think about because we finish going back to. Would you, would you start in 2011 then? Was that or would you start in 2010? 2010. Okay, yeah, yeah, 2010 to 2000. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's yeah. So we'll, obviously we'll text each other back and forth of what categories we want. So we gotta try to fit that in there somewhere. But sometime in the next week, we got in the next four or five days, we do have to do a. Wrestle Kingdom uh, recap. So I guess yeah. this is kind of like the calm before the storm. Is that too much to talk about? And then, you know, who knows? We'll do two or three podcasts in the next seven yeah, or eight days, I mean, depending on how our schedule. Wrestle Kingdom up. alone is, is enough for you know. You could do a podcast on each night, which I know I know a lot of people are doing like post wrestling, and uh, I was someone we're going in raw. They're doing live reaction and immediate like post show. It's like wow, I'm not gonna do post show at you know five in the morning, six in the morning. But so yeah, so I mean maybe we'll do something where we watch Wrestle Kingdom one, two. You know, get all the angles on New Year's Dash, and then maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Uh, when, like I said, whenever our schedules line up, we can. Because uh, New Year's Dash do, is uh, Monday, right? podcast in those three days. Yeah, and one, New Year's Dash is Monday the sixth, right? I believe yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. So it's like wow, yep. get that all in. So it's like watch uh, Wrestle Kingdom and come home Monday and watch uh, New Year's Dash. And... So do you have any bold predictions on what's going to happen on New Year's Dash? Think they're going to be like an AEW running because they always set up a couple angles. Yeah, they they always set to, up like yeah. set up up there. Well, well, no matter what, the, you'll find out whoever the world champion is. You'll find out their new challenger, right? That that has to happen. And then I would think maybe maybe some of the Bullet Club and like I know the ones I was saying. What if what if Kotobushi turned to join the Bullet Club because he's saying that the Bullet Club really needs something. And I was like, that's something, but I, I can't see them turning Kotobushi heel. And I don't think up. they turn. They already have two main eventers with Jay White and Kenta. I mean, I buy those guys as main eventers yeah. at, at pretty much any show uh, outside of Wrestle Kingdom uh, in the world. Not unless if I mean, not unless Shibata said he. Not unless Shibata comes out and attacks Kenta, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm getting ready for Wrestle Kingdom 15. I'll be ready in you know yeah. in, in 11 months. So yeah. then it's just like if that was that went on last, I'd have no problem with it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be cool with that. But I, I think I it think might do Shibata. He has to do something physical this weekend, even if it's just the drop in the corner. He has to do something, right? 
you think Shibata gets involved somewhere? If he does anywhere from New Year's Dash, I think yeah. the Wrestle Kingdom already has too much on. Not that I mean, Shibata's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Uh, you know, ever. I and mean, we go back to more the Alex Shelley seminar where he says, if you think about it, what three wrestlers do you patting yourself off? And I, and I, and I was asking myself that question the other day, and like it's got to be for me, Punk and Joe, because they're my two trainers, and then probably Shibata. Yeah. Or Sir Mo. I'm not sure. But I, I love Shibata. I would love to see him do something. Uh, maybe, you know, after the Goto match of Kenta wins, they do a beatdown on Goto, and then yeah. Shibata comes in for the save, yeah, and then maybe they do. Ass. Kenta in like Yurjiro versus Shibata and Goto at New Year's Dash. Yeah, I can see that, and then that's like the big main event. Like, oh my god! But you know, I, is there gonna be an AEW guy? I don't know. I would say probably Moxley does something on New Year's Dash. I mean, he's there. Why not? Unless he's not gonna work with New Japan, but I, I think he is. Unless he leaves with the U.S. title, I mean, who knows? Um, and then I would say Jericho probably does something too. Yeah, he's already there. Yeah, I mean, he's there. Moxley he's gonna there. do something. So. I mean, I as far as new people, like, I don't know who knew, like, uh, um, Luke Harper slash Brody Lee. I don't think his contract is up. There's no compete, so I don't think he can show up. I'm trying to think, like, anybody else. Like, how sweet would be the Briscoes came out in New Year's Dash? I don't think if there's going to be anybody new, if they're going to do the AEW thing. Because then it's like, well, technically, we already have a, we have a whole promotion we work with. Yeah, there's, there's 50 new guys. 50, yeah. Like, if, like, okay, say they bring in Luke Harper. I'm just saying if it's, you know, competes up yeah. and they do that, but then they do an AEW run. It's just like, we kind of just diminished, Luke, you know, Luke Harper's thing, which should be built up as big. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, maybe they'll have somewhere like Pac slowly walks out. Cause obviously he's really big in Japan. So like, I don't know during what match, like, well, Hiromo, maybe Hiromo wins and Pac comes out. There you go. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Well, here's my bolt. Here's my prediction. I think is going to happen. If I had to put, somebody said in one prediction that you think is going to happen, I think between, Night two of Wrestle Kingdom and the end of New Year's Dash, Osprey is either going to challenge for the Intercontinental Belt or the Heavyweight Belt. Okay, let's see that. I think that, and then uh, bold prediction is Shibata announces he's coming back for one more match, and then my uh, my bold bold prediction would be yeah something of an AEW running. You know, and, and I can see all of them happening. It's nothing's outrageous. It's not like John Cena's going to come out. You know. Well, they said they they have they've already put pe- they're starting to have people go around the Tokyo Dome to see if Kenny Omega is going to be there. I'm like that because you think of AEW like okay, well they're already doing the Jericho thing. Who else could they bring in? I'm like, duh, Kenny Omega is the biggest star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and I mean, if, if if he's there, don't look around the Tokyo Dome because they have him well hidden. I mean, that's going to be a surprise. He can just be walking around. Hey, I'm Kenny Omega. <laughs> like, like no one's going to see uh Kenny Omega walk around Japan. Yeah. So I mean, but then it, what? I mean, obviously the the, the if Kenny comes in. Say he comes into a run, and I think the, the natural person to come out would Kota. either be Ibushi and Okada. Yeah, I mean that's the only place. But like New Japan doesn't do run-ins, but like I, I don't know how to involve them there. Like it would have to be after match. But I I would say uh, the main event uh, for the, both nights. I don't see anyone coming out to challenge or interfere. Like I see like if Okada wins a night one, he he wins clearly. Kota's all like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, upset about losing. That's it. That's how it ends. And if Naito wins both belts night two, then it's like he's gonna celebrate. No one's gonna come out to challenge him because usually no one comes out to challenge at Wrestle Kingdom. The last time it happened was after Wrestle Kingdom six. Yeah. So when uh, Tanahashi beat uh, Suzuki and then Okada came out, and this is when Okada was like a joke. Yeah. When he first and then he beat him, and then he beat him like two months later at New Beginning. Yeah. So I mean, they could, but I, I would doubt that they. Do it. I mean, who's gonna come back? Uh, Shota was not ready yet. Him and uh, Renner are only two on excursion right now. So, well, that's what you know. They were talking about. I was listening to the Observer from a day or two ago, and they were talking about how 
now the door, like a week ago, the door was closed and now the door is open. And I mean, we've been talking about, especially you, I'm like the door, you think the door has always been open. I mm-hmm. think it's one of the best things to, obviously uh, there's so many good things that can come out of it. Like, oh, we're going to get something with Kenny and Cole or, or Jericho and Tana at TNT. Like one of the best things that truly come out of this, the long-term plan is you take all those young lions and you put them on TNT. Yeah, put them over at AW and let them develop a character. I put one of them with the best friends. Like, there you go. I mean, that's. I mean, There's your excursion. Because yeah. not only, because I, I mean, obviously they always send those guys an excursion, but nobody has ever, because there hasn't been a multi billion dollar company behind it like yeah. there is with, you know, with TNT and the con. So now all of a sudden, like when Jay White went on excursion and Kudashita went on excursion and Hiroma went on excursion, they went to PWG and Ring of Honor and da 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 da. But it's just like, okay, it's great because you're going to get, you know, okay, Ring of Honor, a syndicated, and they have pay-per-views, and PWG, their DVD sell by the boatloads. But now you're going to have close to a million people watch them every week on TNT. Yeah, so that's, hey, why not? Even if they're not, they don't have to be main event or nothing, but, like, let's say one of them gets put in the inner circle. How much would that do for him, you know? So, yeah, I mean, or they do, a ta- they do tag matches. You know, they, they keep maybe Clark Connors and Carl Fredericks as a tag team, and then Narita and Umino as a tag team. And it's like, okay, you're going to see the American Dojo guy, uh, LA Dojo guys versus uh, uh, Proud and Powerful. And the next week, SEU versus, you know, the, the the Japanese Dojo guys. And the next week, the Bucks versus this guy. And just keep putting him like 8 to 10 to 12-minute tag matches every week. Yeah, I mean, can't hurt. I mean, it's not like they're going to have bad matches. And then they can no. develop a character as they go. No, not at all. So there's a lot, obviously a lot to do there. So. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Like I said, it's going to be... Some big things are going to happen. Now, do you think that they're going to pull an angle on night one to uh, fill in the rest of the seats for night two? Or you think you're just going to wrestling wrestling talk for itself and hopefully it fills in on night two? If they do, it'll be to announce like some type of match. Like uh, like I said about with, if Moxley loses the the uh, match to Lance Archer and then somehow he says how he's going to get involved in night two in some match and they announce that. But that that's about it. I don't see anything too crazy getting announced. Yeah, here's something else. You know, it's funny because we literally did an hour plus podcast on Wrestle Kingdom and half of this podcast. Yeah, you may as well call this. You know what? You know what you could entitle this since there's two nights of Wrestle Kingdom. There's two podcasts oh, on God. Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> but yeah, here's two. some. Yeah, here's something else that was brought up. So Jericho wasn't on AEW because he was in row or he was already in Japan. Obviously, it was a pre-taped segment. But his match is the fifth. Moxley's match is the fourth, and he was on Wednesday TV. Yeah, so Moxley. So it's like you, yeah, you wonder what Jericho's doing there. Like, what are you trying to negotiate? Yeah, so, I mean, that's something. I'm sure he's setting up the deal to get the working agreement going. But poor Moxley, he got done dynamite. And I mean, it's a, like a 16 hour flight to Japan. Wherever dynamite was, I forget. He had to get to the airport and basically. Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville. And then all of Thursday was the fly to Japan. You know, I mean, they only had Thursday and Friday. It's two days, but it, like two days isn't much when you have to have a 16 hour flight. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a poor guy. Yeah. From what I understand, you usually fly to California because that's the quickest way. Yeah, and then over. So, like, let's say, you know, he got, let's say he even left 4 a.m. And then that's a two-hour flight, but with the time difference it changes. Then he gets to California, but then he has, you know, 16 hours or 14 hours to Japan. Oh, my. That's that's just a whole day. Yeah, and that's, you know, not that he's not in an easy match by any means either. No, yeah. I'm sure Jericho, he's probably been over there for days. Yeah, so I don't know. Interesting, interesting thing. So, what yeah. else? What else you got there, sir? That's a, that's about it. I mean, it's it like it's it's a light news week here for wrestling and for uh, 
from uh, comics. So I mean, let me see. I think we're just about an hour, so probably we'll wrap it up because we had we did have two this week. So yeah, I mean, and then we'll have two or three in the next yeah. t- ten days. So, so that's it. Yeah, we'll kind of just that was kind of just the catch up. So uh, I guess we'll wrap it up with that, of course. Hey, Mister Henry, it's your segment. Uh, let's do a uh, do top five. You want to go? You want me to go? Sure, I'll, I'll go. So mine's a uh, uh, a little bit of a thinker, but not too much. Give me five things that you would like to see happen in the world of wrestling in 2020. Now it could be some guy wins a title, somebody goes here, wh- whatever you would like to see happen. Not not predictions, but what what would you like to see happen in 2020 in the world of wrestling? Shibata, Shibata return. Now okay. that might be 2021, but you get the drift because yes. you know if he retur- if he has one off to be Wrestle Kingdom, but Shibata return, a King of the Ring to come back again. Oh yeah. Um, for them to do a Queen of the Ring. For Tessa Blanchard to sign either with WWE or NXT because I think that's where the best women's division is. Yeah. And there's more dream matches there. And my top thing, hands down, number one, the goddamn negativity <laughs> from fans and pro wrestling, especially towards the WWE. Yeah, that, it's that just like, never just stop. Like, I, I, granted, I know they put an easy target on themselves with the dumb storylines they do. But I even mentioned CM Punk coming back. But the goddamn negativity, just enjoy it all. Yeah. Enjoy it all. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Like I, I cannot sit through all anymore, so I just don't watch it. <laughs> like Kevin Smith says, he doesn't do uh, reviews; he just does recaps. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Like when he does them, because if he does a review, he's going to talk about what he likes and what he doesn't like. And he said he doesn't review or talk about anything he doesn't like. He just doesn't talk about it. And that's, I think that's kind of the way that we are, and that's kind of our philosophy. Yeah, now there's so much wrestling that if you don't like something, watch something you do like. <laughs> No, yeah. so or I want to watch NWA Power. It's really good. I don't have the time. Yeah, so yeah. that factor as well. So, but how about you, sir? What's, okay. I'm, I'm interested to hear what you want to so say. Mine are, are almost completely different. I think so. I, in the coming year, I'd like to see Io Shirai win the NXT Women's Title. I mean, I think that would probably happen. Um, I would like to see Raw and SmackDown get better to be able to just be watchable. Um, along those lines, uh, ROH, get your shit together. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, oh my God! That's yes. on my. Uh, if it's fire the management, get new management, do something, just get better. Just, I mean, so where they were to where they're at, it's like, oh, it's, I feel so bad for ROH. And then uh, I'd like to see the revival go to AEW in the coming year. I think they would do much better there. And then finally, I would like to see NWA get bigger and start doing uh, pay per views outside of the uh, little studio they're in. I will this say this to you, sir, to kind of rebuttal what you just said. Uh, when's the last time you actually watched SmackDown? Probably about a month or so. Yeah, but I, I think I think I watched one after the Saudi show because I watched that Saudi show one when uh, everyone was stuck in Saudi Arabia. Watched that one. I think I watched some highlights and maybe I watched yeah about, about a month ago. Something now, like you, wh- how do you watch? Do you watch on WWE Network? Like uh, it's Hulu. come out twenty four hours later. Yeah, Hulu because Network doesn't put it on for like I think it's like three or four weeks, but Hulu puts it on the next day. And, but it's like they edit like half an hour out, which kind of sucks because like what if that half an hour is like someone you want to see? But what, what can you do? Here's what I'm going to do because like I said, this, and the show's actually pretty good. However, I do I do fast forward to the stuff that I know that I'm not going to enjoy. So you yeah. can probably bang it out in about 45 minutes to an hour. So the next SmackDown show, which would be tonight, Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Right. I will watch, I will, <laughs> you know, I will watch that sometime, sometime in the next month. No, I will try to bang that out sometime over the weekend. I will tell you the segments to watch and segments not to watch. I okay. bet you you will enjoy it. Because the Daniel Bryan stuff alone, even if he's got a 12-minute segment, if you have to sit through a two-hour show, but you can fast-forward through Hulu. Yeah, which is, yeah, which is fantastic. Because okay. when I was watching, like I, I can get Raw done in like 45, 50 minutes. Yeah, you can probably do that with SmackDown, but I will watch it. I will. you got to watch the Daniel Bryan stuff. And if you, uh, the Nakamura stuff, by no means is where he was with New Japan. 
but it's better than it's been in a long time. That stuff, that his stuff is really good. Even on Raw, I really don't watch Raw, but I really like what they're doing with the uh, Authors of Pain and Heel Seth Rollins versus Mysterio Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. I re- and they they're making Joe be. I saw a gif where Joe came out to do a save and he basically just booted the Authors of Pain right in oh, the wow. face. I'm like, that's my Samoa yeah. Joe. And I heard that uh, well, what's his name, Buddy Buddy Murphy and Alex Black had a pretty good match this past week. I gotta watch that. But uh, so there, there, yeah, is, so, there is good things there. But I, I, view, I view it like this: it's a buffet that has fifty items, but only five are good. You know? Yeah, you got five hours so of, like, of television yeah, and maybe an hour that. and a half. So yeah. I see your point. Yeah, so maybe I'll skip that buffet for one that has twenty items, but all twenty are good. <laughs> Look at that, Andy had. I usually sum things up in wrestling terms. He sums wrestling things yeah, up. Food. And, uh, Blend of food. So, but my top five, sir. If we had a DeLorean, all Back to the Future, or a time stone, all the Avengers, or even almost as fun, a phone booth, all of Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. And we can go to any time period and anywhere in the world to wrestle five tag teams. What five tag teams would you want to wrestle? Oh my God. Um... Now, first of all, which, wh- how would you travel? Would you use the time stone, the phone booth, or the DeLorean? Let's, let's use the, uh, <laughs> let's use the DeLorean. Cause that'd be, that'd be, yeah, that'd be the most fun. Eight miles an hour. Okay. It's a time stone. Just hold it like, man. The same with like with the doctor, the, the fumble from Bill and Ted reminds me of the doctor who taught us. Where you just get in, you're kind of like, eh, and you're right there. So DeLorean's the most fun. Okay, so obviously, the Rock and Roll Express like 1988, and then the Midnight Express in 1988. Um, you don't have to give exact years. Okay. Um, I gotta, gotta say the Hart Foundation, right? Hardy yeah, Boys. That's a good one. Hardy yeah. Boys when they were like, uh, like late 90s. Right. I won't say the Young Bucks, so they're still around right now. So that's still a possibility. Um, how about uh, we got to wrestle Ten Cozy when they were hot? So oh man, so yeah, like, uh, like 96, 97? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right well, I guess when they were, they were still together, like late to, early two thousands, right or no? They uh, oh, no, that's when, left to go to all Japan. Yeah, they won the triple count. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. So let's say ninety eight, whatever. And then one more. How about? Let me think here. I, I'd like to wrestle Demolition, but I don't really think it'd be the best match because I like. Um, how about we go to? Oh, let me choose something. How about? Uh, I won't say the Briscoes either because they're still around. So let me go to Harlem Heat back in the late nineties. Look at you! Look yeah, at you! Yeah. Uh, now, obviously, you. I was when I was thinking this question, I'm like it's gotta be the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. But I'm not gonna say the Rock and Roll Express because then that's we'd so have to be the heels. Too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's so true. I, yeah. I, so I'm gonna just discourage them. I'm gonna go with Tully and Arn. Oh, oh my God, there's a good one. I'm gonna go with the Midnights. Yep. I'm gonna go with Holy Demon Army. Okay. Uh, uh, and Tayo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Motor City Machine oh, Guns. That was a good one. But I mean, that's still they're still wrestling. <laughs> And then I gotta go with. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say this when you said the Briscoes, Kings yeah. of Wrestling. Oh my! Oh my God! I forgot about them. Yeah, that'd be awesome. When they had all the all the tag belts, remember that? When they had yeah. The car, ROH, and ZZW. Yeah, the Kings of Wrestling. That'd be, yep. Yeah, fantastic. I totally forgot about them. Man, put them together. Put them together. I mean, NXT doesn't really have the best uh, tag division. It's basically undisputed era, and that's it. So why not put them together instead of NXT? Yeah. Now, did you see? I know we're getting ready to close up. Did you see they announced the brackets for the Dusty Rhodes Invitational? Yeah, yeah. And then it has Kushida Mystery Partner. So is it Chris Sabin or is it Alex Shelley? I heard rumors that it's going to be Alex Shelley. Oh, how about that? Because he's been down. He and he, he's been down the PC training, and he basically was telling us when he did the seminar that he hasn't been doing. He said he's basically just been there, like working out mm-hmm. and showing a few things. But then he said that he had that this was his first seminar. 
and he said he was going back down south to coach more things. And then he did say that his, when he signed his he goes the first contract he ever signed on wrestling was with New Japan, and they gave him a bonus to uh, groom Kushida up to be like the next top junior. Which I obviously he if that was the plan, Successful. that was a home run. Yeah. So maybe maybe because maybe it's a, 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 a repaying the thank you that I had the heavy rumors they're going to bring the time splitters. That'd be awesome. Why not? I hope so. I think they'll mess it up somehow. I just, I yeah. don't think I'm Shelly, but man, I'm holding my, I, I somebody said if you could be Alex Shelly or 1989, Ricky Steamboat, <laughs> I'd still probably say Alex Shelly yeah. just because of how great of a tag team him and Kushida were. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope that if it's then they have to go right to the end. Right. A lot of people are saying Imperium is going to win it, but uh, I don't know. Like, cause like Pete Dunne I, and Matt Riddle, I don't see them winning. I think Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle are going to win it. If somebody, if somebody told me if triple H says, Hey, you don't think who who should win it? I'm gonna say ah, yeah. Red Dragon because yeah. they're so good. Yeah, it's like we need to do something different. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I think they have them wrestling uh the UK tag champs or whoever they are. I forget because I haven't watched. I actually, you know, I have the bracket real quick. I look this up and then I I actually need to get wheeling as well. Here, I think I just saved it to my photos. Yeah, I looked at it yesterday. And- okay, here it is: Imperium versus. Uh, Forgotten Sons, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne versus uh, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, Grizzled Young Vets versus Kushida and the Mystery Partner, and then it's um, Gal- uh, Galois. They were the, oh, yeah, the NXT UK Tag Champ versus Undisputed Era. Yeah, so Gallus was losing that one. I mean, may the yes, way, sir. but I mean, if, if you could book it, wouldn't you put Undisputed Era versus uh, Time Splitters? <laughs> if that's what it is. I mean, if it's Kushida and. Uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, not Orlando, Jordan, Jason Jordan. <laughs> that's. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who knows? Who knows what they're gonna do? So, but all right, brother. I actually got to get rolling here in about two or three minutes. So, uh, let's say we finish this bad boy up. All right. If you want to find me on uh, the Facebook or Instagram, just search for my name, Eddie Edder, and I will come up right away. And of course, thank you for listening to this podcast and subscribing to Call It the Power Ring, and you get the two episodes because we have that Wrestle Kingdom preview episode that came out two days ago. Yeah, and if anybody is going to be up at 2 o'clock, by all means, if you guys want to chat about the Wrestle Kingdom event, I will be up. So feel free to hit me up on the Instagram or on the Twitter. Uh, just search uh, Matt underscore Turner, and you will see me in all my glorious tanning, which I need to tan. Okay. So <laughs> but I think that's about it. Uh, I guess uh, I'll close it out for uh, episode 81. I'm uh, Matt Turner. He's Andy Hedder. Thanks for listening, guys. See you later.